Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. What are you doing? Trying to lure in a stinky, hairy beast. You dumb, sentient bidet. You are just knocking on the table. It worked. Huh? Sick burn. You know, I, I can't. I cannot with them today. Broadcasting Uh-oh. from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, via an Einstein Rosen Bridge, two parts unknown Colorado, we are your hosts and lead cryptozoologists this week on a trek back into the wild once again to find the elusive Bigfoot. That is right, kind sir. I'm Brent Hand. He's David Flora, the man you just heard from, from parts unknown. And the bots are here as well. You're welcome. I built Seabot here to I'm help sick. help research and uh, produce a show, and instead, he just kind of produces those knocking sounds and snark for the most part. Again, you are welcome. Want to hear my Bigfoot call? Oh, <laughs> everything <laughs> inside me is screaming no, so yes. <laughs> Well, there it is, and you asked for it. Man, <laughs> I take full responsibility. Yes, well, you should, sir. You don't I have learn. to live with this now. <laughs> Moving on, Tyler Transu and Chris Rupert of Dockside Media make their triumphant return to the lower fourth this week to talk their new documentary, Secrets of Sam Squatch. Sasquatch. Secrets of Sasquatch. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Uh, If you will, Mr. Flora, hit us with a description, good sir. Sure thing. From the mountains of New Mexico to the remote wilderness of Pennsylvania, embark on the journey of a lifetime as experiencers, investigators, and anthropologists reveal all with unique encounters, insights, and knowledge to uncover the secrets 
of the Sasquatch. Why is Sasquatch so endearing? Why is he or she or they seem to be the cryptid of cryptid, so to speak? Like, what's the, why does it catch everyone's imagination instead of uh, insert whatever, you know? I mean, there's a lot of Mothman fans, but it's just not the same. I mean, for one thing, it's super hard to fly in a Mothman suit, uh, <laughs> but it's not that hard to put on a gorilla suit and go traipsing around getting shot at. I see what you're getting at there, sir. I smell what you're stepping <laughs> in. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's there's tons of reasons why this thing persists. You can link it to a lot of uh, old lore, um, native stuff. It's all over the world. Teddy you know, Roosevelt tried to find him. You know, there's a lot of yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt fans out there. Wrestled one, lost, and promised uh, then to he he made a pact uh, <laughs> to keep it secret, keep it safe. You son of a bitch! But I like your style. He's <laughs> like, if you can if you can pin me to the count of three, then uh, I will never say of this encounter to anyone. Bully, bully, bully! Where's my whiskey? That, that's a presidential speak right there. <laughs> I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Harumph, <laughs> harumph! Oh, give the governor a harumph. I, I. I, I agree. I agree. I think it's like, it's also the one that seems like it could be, you know what I mean? Sure. There's, there's plenty there's, of places to hide. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and as we find out, you know, we find new species all the time and some of the bigger species out there haven't really been known. They've been known, but not found true until not that long ago. Case in point, the giant panda, it leaves enough of that. Maybe. You know, yeah, and that yeah. wonder in people's hearts that it really feels like it could be a thing. So that that's why there are so many documentaries and TV shows and people out there, you know, doing their Bigfoot calls and the Bobos of the world and moneymakers, <laughs> you know, making money off these things. And I, it's great to have uh, Tyler and uh, Chris back on the show to talk this. We had them on before. Uh, they were uh, absolutely a blast. So we're going to do a quick break and uh, pay some bills and we come back chris and tyler join us to talk the secrets of seam scratch <laughs> nation what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some Weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college, and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all... 25 languages available for any trips you need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary. 
and they're from uh, somewhere else, somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., I got a call the other day, David, and they said, you're not using, not a call, but an email, one of the 80s. Uh, they said, you're not using the bell enough. So, wow. Trying to use the bell. Uh, <laughs> but I was ringing that bell as a, a welcome back to Chris and Tyler from Dockside Media. Gentlemen, welcome back to Hysteria 51. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, having me. I didn't know if you were putting the crowd cheer in post <laughs> or if you need us to do it. So we were both waiting, but yeah, dude, we're stoked to be Hysteria here. Hysteria 51 is David recorded in front of a live back. studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sounds like you take feedback. Uh, yeah. And put it into play really quickly. So. Now nah, piss on those <laughs> people. I don't listen to yeah. shit. No. <laughs> no. no, we love Brent, it. We Brent love makes it. all this up in his head, so it looks like we, we care, I guess. Just my wife is the one sending me. the. the uh, we have a comment card, a little slot uh, suggestion box at home that she puts stuff into. Ah, <laughs> uh, your wife does that too. Yeah, my yeah right. Does that. <laughs> uh, so, gentlemen. I'm sure she'd do it. <laughs> uh, things got sad. What have you been up to since we talked last? Uh, you were here for conscious contact, full disclosure, not too long ago. And now you're, you're hitting this with secrets of the Sasquatch secrets of the Sasquatch. Dude, yeah. we've been, this is our third documentary, by the way, we, we had another one come out in the interim as well called the ghosts of Gettysburg, which is actually Ooh. doing really well on Amazon and all the, the platforms that it's available on. Uh, I think we, we just kind of thought, uh, conscious contact full disclosure was going to be the one that people would really latch on to because it seems like you know aliens yeah. and that that niche has a huge following and then we put out the ghosts of gettysburg and we're like well you know people like gettysburg in the area at least they'll be interested but that one actually did really well it was on the top of amazon at one that's point for awesome. a few weeks and stuff so uh yeah we're really happy well congratulations now, right that's yeah, congrats 
Yeah. Thanks, man. So I don't know if we're if we're if we're trying to think that Secrets of the Sasquatch is going to smash it and get a million views, or if we want to lowball it with only a hundred thousand, right? <laughs> and then we end up pleasantly surprised. Right. Well, I tell you what, there are a ton of shows out there about ghosts and stuff, but there's a ton of Sasquatch hunting shows out there too. Oh, so yeah, sure. Maybe a lot of that yeah. is like you know you 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 get into one of those things and then you start googling and looking online and listening to things like ah oh, here's more because I do that. Who doesn't go down these rabbit holes? Oh, uh, definitely. Of, is that riddle yeah. me this though, Brent. How many of those other uh, Sasquatch? documentaries were made by dockside media <laughs> right uh, uh, a big fat goose egg on that so fuck them right <laughs> that is the thing though with the shit so we got a like, leg up with the the creative yeah. stuff how many ideas like there's everything has been done before but you got to find your own voice and, and bring your own spin to this kind of stuff so that's what we try and do at dockside media you know absolutely have a very specific vision uh with tyler and i and we're the creative force behind it so uh we hope we make something that's a little bit different Definitely entertaining, right. and compelling, and I think so far we've been doing a really good job at that. Absolutely so. I mean, and you, I know you were going down these world of the weird with, you know, you had your aliens, the ghosts, the Sasquatch, but was it just because we wanted to do something on Sasquatch? Is that why? Or had you had experiences? Why Sasquatch? Why Bigfoot? Why Yeti? You know, fill in your <laughs> your your term you like there. What was the draw for yeah, you guys? Yeah, your bipedal hominid. I yeah, that right. Term for <laughs> making this documentary, that's that's the answer you might have been looking for. <laughs> um, but dude, it was man, just kind of like everything else with Dockside Media, destiny, fate. Man, it just it found us more than we found it. Uh, I think the seed was planted when I had interviewed Sue Walker who mm-hmm. was in conscious contact, full disclosure. Yep. She's the uh, uh, clairvoyant medical intuitive uh, telepathically. Uh, and she's a force in this one too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So she's in this. And back then somehow during the, just me being in her presence, somehow Sasquatch had come up. And I think uh, it may have been, if she was uh, referencing them being interdimensional or a uh, telepathic, I can't remember the exact thing, but, Long story short, yeah, a few weeks later, uh, yeah, Chris and I just kind of manifested it. Um, and then, yep, we went and, and got all the interviews. And what I like, you know, <clears throat> what I like about what Chris and I do with these documentaries is like, dude, we don't claim to be the experts in any of this stuff. So we're relying on these experiencers. So we have some great uh, people like um, uh, Randy Smith, Eric Hubbard. Uh, Alfred Martinez, you know, who uh, a, a bunch of them, uh, Tom Nutter, they're like experienced woodsmen and hunters. So, mm-hmm. you know, they know what a deer, bear, squirrel, raccoon, all these things sound and look like. So it's great to get their professional opinions. And then same deal. Uh, the We got the anthropologist, Tom Carey. So we have like a scientific and academic uh, perspective. Um behind it and uh then also sue walker so we have uh more of like the woo side uh perhaps of of sasquatch so i think we do you know a really good job of hopefully presenting maybe some new information to people um in a way that they you know have something to think about well that was a fun thing while watching it is everyone is kind of in on it as in everyone has feels they're out there they're looking for sasquatch but you have people from all these different walks of life and that came through really nicely from the the guy who wanted to go out in the woods and just try to find it to the people that have had these experiences to sue who is 
uh, her own animal. Let's talk Sue for a minute because it was mm-hmm. I was when I saw her pop on. I'm like the return of Sue. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, for those of you listening that might not be familiar, or if you haven't caught her previously, uh, she is an experiencer and a telepath, and she shares messages. She says she receives from extraterrestrials on Twitter. She has her own Twitter account, just pumping these things out. How would you guys sum up Sue? Because she's a character. She's definitely a character, but she's super interesting and super genuine. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. And that's what comes through with her. So we, we actually talk about that because, uh, uh, you know, we're concerned of like, well, we're using the same person in this documentary. And it's like, well, but she's actually really good with a lot of interesting things and a really interesting perspective and take. So we'd actually be doing a disservice by not including her just because, you know, we're afraid of overlapping, uh, having the returning uh, hosts and guests or whatever. So I, I met Sue on podcasts, never in person, but the sense I get is that she is an extremely friendly, down-to-earth person who just has had an interesting life and interesting experiences and is completely genuine in everything she says, and she seems to have a really good heart and really good intentions. So that's my perspective. Tyler's actually spent a lot more time with her. Yeah, I mean, dude, if she wasn't talking about extraterrestrials and Sasquatch, she'd be your grandma. Right. Like that's what she comes off. Place. Right. Yeah. She would just be like, hey, can I get you anything to eat? You know, do you want anything to drink? Um, P.S. Here's a crystal. Put oh, this hey, in your pocket. Tomatoes <laughs> since you were last here. You know, she's just yeah. very like, yeah, just really, really hospitable uh, and nice and down to earth and, and genuine. And yeah, like, I don't know. All this stuff just kind of seems like fate because uh I don't the, for the listeners out there who follow her uh, Twitter account at Sandia Wisdom, you see, uh, man, she's like got a bunch of Sasquatch uh, artwork and and drawings that she's done as well. And before making, like, I didn't recall seeing that before. I think if you go back and check, uh, you know, like the history of the account, yeah, the, they would have been on there, you know, at some point before, and I yeah. just didn't even see that. So. Yeah, it's just a beautiful thing how this all came together. And uh, she's a super great woman. I, I would encourage people to, uh, yeah, reach out to her and talk to her, man. She she loves to make time for everybody. I was super stoked that you guys had her on because one of the things that, w- that we've talked about in here, and I know David, I, David and I have personally talked about, is the whole... Uh, idea of Sasquatch not being, you know, of this world or multidimensional mm-hmm. or, you know, have something to do with extra- extraterrestrials. And a lot of the documentaries or shows that talk Bigfoot kind of leave that out. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they're scared to talk about it or the people that they're talking to are are just not bringing that up. But then she talks, I mean, she talked about how Sasquatch travels with star people they're advanced because they they're not advances in they have technology or advanced because they take care of one another. They they are more of a of a empathetic, if you might want to call it that way, uh, creatures than us. And they're durable. They're smart. Um, and then, you know, other people go, well, if they're so smart, why are they shitting in woods and raiding tents? And that's a, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. an argument for another day. But she just talks about how they're they're just kind of beyond us. And they can step to the fabric of realities and stuff. And they're telepathic. That was kind of a fun thing. Um, and they have a sense of humor. It's just fun to, to hear that because so many shows, I know as we research this stuff, that is something that people talk about. But documentaries and shows don't touch on it. 
Yeah, I hear you there. I mean, and that's kind of one of the things that I find so endearing about her is that she's just so upfront and honest and sincere. She's like strong in her beliefs. You know what I mean? She's not, she doesn't care if you don't believe her or not. Mm -hmm. She's just going to tell you her opinion. And, you know, there's not too many people out there like that. Like a lot of people will walk on eggshells or try and appease people out there. They're afraid of the stigmatism being associated with something like that and these ideas. Um, And so I don't, care our goal here is to just present these stories Mm -hmm. and these experiences Mm -hmm. in what we think are interesting and compelling ways so it's up to the viewer to make an opinion and if the people say well i don't believe any of that blah 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 that's that's on them like they don't have to we're just presenting this in a way if sasquatch are interdimensional extraterrestrial something of that realm it it definitely it helps explain a lot like yeah, the, the as lack far as of, sightings go, right. for um, sure. Yeah, you know, like it just uh, footsteps being one place and then just stopping and disappearing. Um, and certainly before Chris and I started Dockside Media and, and making these paranormal documentaries, if somebody asked me, "Hey, do you think uh, Sasquatch exists?" I would have said, "I think there's a good chance." You know, there's some like, yeah, large primate that that could go undetected and and as you know, uh, yeah, lived on for all these years. Um, but now certainly after doing these, all these interviews and meeting all these people and researching the topic more, I think the interdimensional extraterrestrial, uh, angle. Yeah. Is, is definitely very probable as well. There's, there's also like the, the hubris of, of our humanity to think that we understand and know everything. And while something sounds, um, a little bit outlandish right now, based on our world experiences come back to me in 20 years and talk to me about the technology differences, you know, what I mean? right. 20, 20, 30 years ago, the world was completely different. And sure. We have some of foresight into what we think will, will take off and, and become huge things But like the internet has just completely right. reshaped look at the world look at 2000 compared to now and the advancements exactly. and our phones and, and our, our way of life is just nothing like it was. And we yep. are progressing faster now than we were in those 20 years. Yeah. That's a, uh, I don't know if it's scary. I don't know what it, it, it sure is fascinating. Uh, yeah. to me. And then uh, what's that going to open our eyes to out there? Like things like this, that we're not, uh, uh fully grasping right yeah. now. They just turned on uh, CERN again. So maybe, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll take another leap. They turned yeah. on CERN and already found three previously unknown I, particles. T- Tyler sent me that like an hour ago, including yeah. like Terra quarks <laughs> and all this stuff. Maybe they're going to jostle us back to the right timeline and all this. <laughs> that's stuff what, that's the hope. Dude, right? That stuff. Just, I read that. And like my little peanut sized brain can't even comprehend. I'm just it's like, <laughs> dude, it's saying two or three of these beauty quarks equal one proton or neutron or something. I'm like, wait, what? Like, this is just crazy. We're getting so advanced that we keep going smaller and smaller. I remember science class back in high school, like, okay, well, we got, uh, yeah, electrons, uh, protons, neutrons. And even then, I guess, I believe now that whole model of like how, what was it? The electron wrote, it was in a cloud uh, surrounding, Uh right? Uh The neutron and proton or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like, hasn't that been proven wrong? Like, oh, dude, yeah. What? However, we would all envision, right. They keep finding smaller and smaller structures and how, how small does it go? And, you know, and that's, I, 
Well, that's I the, think one day they're going to get so small that they're going to zoom in on their own laboratory and see them <laughs> from the back. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, just how crazy things are. One of the the things you mentioned this that uh, makes sense, but I, I didn't know is forty six percent of the world's land is still wilderness. Dude, that is isn't that cr- that. And we talked about this before on other podcasts, but I'm always fascinated by that. Like, there are so many places in this world where we really haven't been the bottom yeah. of the ocean. Like, people always bring right. that up because it's so obvious. But there's so many deep woods, and you go out into the woods nowadays, and I don't see anything. But you know, there's a million animals and creatures around you. So just to just go out hundreds of miles into this wilderness where no one lives, like. There's things out there. Do you know what I mean? Well, you talked about in the the documentary how they're they're finding constantly animals. Still, we are we're killing off animals at an exponential rate, which is terrible. Yep. But they're also still finding in 2022 yeah. every year over and over dozens and dozens and dozens of previously unknown animals or finding animals that they thought were extinct for decades or hundreds of years. And then it shows up at a meat market in some, <laughs> some country. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. we've been eating that forever. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's crazy. And speaking of the world, like where all did you travel to, to do this? What all places were you, were you covering? I went to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico out in that area. Um, Western Pennsylvania, Northeast Pennsylvania, and then the one gentleman, Tom Nutter, we didn't get footage or go there, but he had had experiences down in West Virginia. So, um, yeah, we have like a good coverage, uh, you know, the, of the United States and these experiencers. I love real quick backing up dude, like scale and size. Mm -hmm. Like it always trips me out. Like going back to that 46% of the world, right, is like covered in wilderness. And 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 like I remember that fact about like the entire world's population could fit in LA, shoulder to shoulder, mind you. Right. But that's that's crazy, right? <laughs> like right. holy cow, dude. I can't even ah that's dude, a hard thing to grasp. I just, I, yeah. Yeah. Like when you think about how big the world is, oh, there's so many people. Nobody will ever watch Secrets of the Sasquatch. It's like, bro, if I can get everybody <laughs> in L.A. shoulder to shoulder and and then show them a giant billboard. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Everybody will get to see it. And uh, <laughs> another thing that's real crazy, dude, that I had read recently is about like holograms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and that if, if somebody wants to Wikipedia after listening, but it's real interesting how you shine a light on a mirror, et cetera, and there's this type of medium or film, and it gets the reflection of the object, blah, 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 and that casts onto this film. But, dude, did you know, so if you have like a hologram, this this film, you shine a light through it, you see the whole 3D image, whoa, that's crazy. Any tiny piece you break off of that and you shine a light through it, you see the entire image it's not just a little piece you see because the entire it refracts image. the whole thing type yeah 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 like because that when it captures it it's capturing i guess the light from mm-hmm. every single angle so every yeah so the image is stored in each piece of it so i'm just like wait what <laughs> and <laughs> we use that so sense. tupac can dance and sing on stage with people through <laughs> <laughs> that yeah dude um so uh dude but so i love all this to your credit about earlier like Man, yeah, in another hundred years, where where are we going to be, man? Where right. are we going to know? Um, 
it's unfathomable. If we don't kill each other first. Really <laughs> right, yeah, amen to that. Good. Yeah, if we don't kill each other first. I mean, I, I think it goes down sure. to like a lot of evolution with humanity and how we started out was like, you know, hunter-gatherers and we're just kind of like trying to survive moment to moment. So we have a hard time understanding scale, I think. So like there's those visuals of like, well, this is actually what a million dollars looks like or whatever. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? And when you mm-hmm. see it visually presented in front of you, you're like, oh, wow, that's actually bigger than my mind was thinking it was. Same with time. Just think about like how long the dinosaurs were alive for and how long humanity has been alive for. It's like a blink of a second comparatively. So I yeah. think just like in general, we're as a species just so busy day to day just trying to at this point you know work and take care of our families and survive and stuff but like our minds has never really had that ability to like comprehend these huge uh numbers and and scales like that well and also we're so ingrained in us to go chug along and take care of your family and work and stuff that some of these things like well, like you're talking about in Secrets of the Sasquatch and we, the UFOs and ghosts and stuff like that, people don't have time for it. They think, so they don't allow their brains to even think about it. And then that's why science, a lot of times, people want to go out and research this stuff and they get ridiculed or heckled or things. Mm-hmm. And then there's no real, unfortunate scientific method and scientific um, research being done on these outlier things because of the fact that people get ridiculed and things like that. And it's, sure. it's a terrible thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of scale, I want to, I, I couldn't, I missed the words you guys used, uh, but in the show, they talked about tiny Sasquatch, like two foot tall. Was it Woodbin? Do you remember? Yeah. I'd never heard of those. What? So is that, is that like a, an all over thing also like these, the tiny Sasquatch or is that just in like some areas? Cause I, I David, had you heard of that it- before? Or, or is it like Native American folklore, like Pukwaji or something? I, yeah, none of the other people we interviewed mentioned that term. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the interesting things in talking to these people that are, you know, seemingly all over the place. Same thing with conscious contact and stuff, where they like talking about similar subjects, but they all have their own like uh, mm-hmm. names and stuff for these things. So I hadn't heard that one before. My the thing that immediately popped in my head was like an Ewok <laughs> style right. thing. I mean, it just comes <laughs> to your mind. I do think it's heavily influenced by native American culture. Um, Cause a lot of her, you know, experiences is with those cultures in that area. David, what was the Pukwaji? Is that what you said? Yeah. Pukwaji's, um I think it's a lot of North Northeastern new England type of uh, lore of native Americans, little mm. guys that kind of look like um, he- walking hedgehogs, oh, uh, wow. but they're like one, two feet tall and you know they're they're also kind of fey like in that they're very mischievous but you don't want to mess with them you know if you leave them alone they'll leave you alone kind of thing uh like my wife yeah that makes sense <laughs> you leave her alone she'll usually leave you alone but uh, she is you know very what? spiky <laughs> hey don't poke the bear i feel you <laughs> one of the things that always amazes me in these is you have people like gentleman alfred he was talking about he's hunting and 800 yards away which is a long way away. Mm -hmm. Uh, 20 years ago, he sees a black mass on a rock. um, And he has, you know, he sees it stand up and he realizes that it's larger than the rock and he gets the rock and he realizes that the rock's like the size of an SUV. So this thing was like eight foot tall. 
20 years goes by and he's still researching like these people have an experience and either you chalk it up to uh, or it grips their life. This guy's going out all the time. And now he's on the show. He's speaking on their social hierarchy and how alpha males, you know, their governing patterns of their clans and their cave systems and parenting roles. I mean, they cover all this stuff and it just amazes me how people can devote their lives because of an experience, how powerful an experience can be to one person that someone else might shrug off. And I, I, that's, that's always crazy. And I'm glad that you guys can find these people that can speak on these things that had such powerful experiences in their life. Yeah. And it's really interesting, man. I love like, <clears throat> just, man, I, I just love like Alfred, uh, his story and, um, and also Randy Smith, you know, these are the types of guys that, yeah, like if a nuclear bomb goes off, like, dude, I'm heading with them out in the woods. Like, I know <laughs> right. they'll keep they'll keep me alive. Like, Randy, dude, we're, we're camping out um, at the spot where he's had these these encounters and sightings. You know, it's like mid uh, mid 20s, um, freezing cold, starts snowing out. We hear a gunshot, uh, you know, not terribly far off at like 10, 11 at night. And his first reaction is, ah, I bet Bob got a deer, man. I need to go. I need to go. I feel like I need to go help him gut that. And then, and it, you know, it's just what you do up here. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, maybe I'll get a, a backstrap or something. Dude, like, it's just, it, it, it's so, um, I don't know. It's just so like, it, it's, it is compelling to me when I meet these people and I can tell like, oh, dude, no, these, these aren't some BSers or people who like to go out in the woods occasionally, like nah, they they're full blown hunters and woodsmen, man. They mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that's what they know, and uh, so like you said, man, it is crazy for Alfred to have that experience and still, man, and it just yeah, propel him to lead the life that he's lived, and then all the research he's done. I like his. Uh, now, I don't watch a ton of Sasquatch and Bigfoot content, but that was the first I had heard about. Well, typically, if you see a Sasquatch, it's alone because it's like an alpha male who's been, you know, dethroned. dethroned yeah. Hmm. From from, uh, from like the, that that cast or that that family. I was like, whoa, OK, wow. That would explain uh, a lot as well. Yeah, I, I had never heard that insight. before. And that yeah, was why you said they live in like cave systems and things like that. And those ones are the the cast-offs. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting way to look at why we only see we as in the everyone. Only <sighs> how, like um, how, how did you guys uh, get in touch with these experiencers so that they, they could share the story? And were any, did you, did you get in touch with any who weren't willing to share? We have a couple approaches when we try and find people to speak on things. One, like if we're doing a very specific topic and there's already some experts in the field, we'll usually try and reach out to them via social media or you know email or whatever and see if they have any interest. But for something like Secrets of the Sasquatch, and for one, we're doing this, this actual upcoming weekend, uh, which is Ghosts in the Graveyard, Pure Pandemonium. We're going to be filming some of that this weekend. We actually put the call out and try and get people who have had experiences who are of interest in the subject matter to come and do these kind of things with us. So for uh, Secrets of the Sasquatch, we did two campouts um, to try and, you know, see if we could find anything. But during those campouts, it's like a great opportunity to learn about how these people investigate and talk to them in the woods and all that kind of stuff. So we put the call out 
And Randy Smith was one of those people, Eric Hubbard, another one of those people uh, who came out on those campouts. And mm. so Tyler can speak more onto that because he was actually involved there, but that's kind of how we approach these things. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was cool see, seeing that. And I'm sure Tyler, you were involved in the, when well, he's putting out like cans and glow sticks and, and trying to get, you know, things, was it, he thought that the glow sticks, they were, they were hanging them from string up in the air. What did he think that they'd be attracted to it to break it so they could see if it went through there or what was the thought process with that we were trying to see if we could uh like see movement at night if we would see those glow sticks move they were somewhat further from camp than we had anticipated when we put them up during the day but so we'd like uh we were going up and and like watching to see if we Mm -hmm. could see movement uh, the cans would have made noise. Eric Hubbard, again, very unique story with how he found his way into the documentary, replying to a post, you know, and, and like, get there, like get to this camp out. And he's like, yeah, man, my, my wife can't believe I came. She's like, what are you doing? You hate people. I thought that was funny. He's right? like, I don't like people, and, but here I am. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my dude, this like he, but he felt drawn or compelled, uh, to go and same deal. Like I think five years ago, he grew up in Baltimore, right? Inner city, Baltimore. And he had this interest or passion uh, for Bigfoot and Sasquatch. And he moved um, out to, yeah, like uh, up to like, I think around York, Pennsylvania or something like that. And then just started going out in the woods and man, he, he showed up with all these great just great ideas and, and great. Uh, yeah. The, the, the thermal camera um, it's amazing what somebody can teach themselves. Like if they really enjoy something and keep doing it. Right. I mean, he's a great example of that. <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So one of the things that was brought up and David and I have talked about this in so many things, whether it be, uh, well, a lot of it was with uh, UFOs, aliens, things of this telepathy. They, you know, Sue talked about how they're telepathic, and we've talked about why is it that whenever you have something that's telepathic, they're always fluent in English or Spanish or whatever your your teach you're talking. And remember, David, the woman's like, well, you just need to ask them to come and teach you. We asked, they never came and talked to us. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean- I think I think uh, it makes sense if if you follow that rationale, like that as an extraterrestrial um, being, insofar as like to assume that these are extraterrestrials, that means that they are so far advanced technology technologically than humanity, right? They've traveled fast distances. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a thousand years, if humanity is still alive, the technology difference will be insane. However, we can already assume the way we communicate now. It's definitely not the best way, right? We're right. making mouth noises with our bodies. Uh, we try to get the words out that these simple words cover these concepts we have in our head. Yeah. The best way to communicate would be to physically, to, not physically, but to put my thought into somebody else's head, right? Or and even at emotions. That point, That's how yeah, I live my life trying to do that. Right. But yeah. And at that point, <laughs> language, language is irrelevant. Language yeah. is something we make up. So like, if I can literally put my thought into your head, like you are interpreting it based on your your experience and your language. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Like it's, we're putting the words to the imagery or not 100%. imagery, but the feelings, the thoughts. 
I, a lot of these things, a lot of my questions always fall upon the whole, I'm thinking of it with my understanding, which is exactly that. And that's adequate. that right there that you just said is the whole goal of Doxide Media is to get people to just try and think outside of their own experiences and maybe keep an open mind for some of these concepts and ideas. And because of Doxide Media, I've learned that one of the goals of the Sasquatch is to get people to try marijuana dude. because they're down for that. <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, dude, I figured that's where your last question came from. A real deep bong. Rip. <laughs> dude, how are they doing? How are they doing this language? And it's like, Chris explained it well, or it's like, Oh dude, it's, it's Neuralink plus Google translate, right? They're like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever the end user is. Yep. Just translate it into that for them. Man. Yeah. I tell you it's uh I wish my mind could grasp uh, half the stuff that I wanted to grasp because <laughs> I, I love listening to this stuff. Then I, then I feel like there's smoke coming out of my ears sometimes because uh, we, my rationale gets in the way, you know, and I we, fight myself. We don't like completely say that we, uh, you know, encourage marijuana use, but we don't discourage it either. I'll just say that. There you, go, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, 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 these for the Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where we're, that's where we're I at. I was really <laughs> hoping you guys couldn't hear that bong rip before. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, if you had to, you know, tell us what's your over under is Bigfoot Sasquatch Yeti. Uh, you think they're real and they're out there knocking on trees and throwing rocks at campers and stuff or, or interdimensional. It doesn't, you don't need to pick what do you think they're out there? What's your 50, 50, 60, 40. We'll, we'll both go. I'll go first. Cause I'm assuming Tyler probably has a different answer than me. I lean more in the Tom Carey camp. Gigantopithecus was a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it might be extinct. It might not, but either way, if that thing was alive and in your living room, everyone would go, that's a freaking Bigfoot right now. Yeah. And so <laughs> uh, we already talked about the vastness of the world and these isolated places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go and you do hunting trips and stuff and you don't see anything, but those animals are all out there. They grew up in those environments. They know how to survive in them. They know how to hide. Um so there's a distinct possibility there is something still like that out there. And that's kind of the way I lean. Um, but that's my perspective. Tyler, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I'm like probably 90, 10 that, that there is some sort of Sasquatch out there. Yeti. I mean, this stuff's like worldwide been cited and reported on for forever. And um Man, yeah, I'm more like in the Tom DeLong camp. Like, I don't know what it, like, what it could be like, dude. He's saying time's not linear. Mm-hmm. That like it's parallel, and that you know that 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 the past and future is all happening right now, along with the present, just at different frequencies. Right. Man. And so, like, I'm open to all that stuff, which would, yeah, like, dude, Sasquatch could totally be interdimensional man. there's probably mm-hmm. yeah dude i don't even know i have trouble even like grasping interdimensionality right and, and i stuff. think that's norm uh, i think that's how we're supposed to be because we don't it's a big world out there and i think mm-hmm. anyone who is uh hard no on anything they don't understand is foolish just like the the people that believe everything hook line and sinker 
Uh, it's like we say, it's our tagline. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. I don't know what's going on, but I sure like talking about it. <laughs> yeah, hypothesizing about it is super fun. Interesting. Right. That's that's why you're doing what you're doing. That's why you're talking to these people. That's why we do this yep. show. I want to, just because you, I don't want to talk to people that have had the same uh, interests and, and, and steps in life. You know, Dave and I do the show together. We're absolutely different people in a lot of ways. I'm handsome. He's hideous. You know, I'm yep. awesome. And Works we'll out. Go into, I, I, that's enough comparison, but you guys get all, it. All, sure. uh, <laughs> you know, there it's boring to live in an echo chamber. And For sure. what you guys are doing is awesome because you're letting other people come out and say, this is my life. This is stuff that you might not be privy to, but here's what I'm doing every day. And here's my experiences. Love it. Hate it. Don't believe it. This is my truth. Dude, that's awesome. I appreciate your perspective that, and then you kind of share the whole thing we're going for. So that's awesome to hear. Well, that's, we, it, it's a lot of fun what you guys are doing. And speaking of fun, mm-hmm. what's next? Do you have any th- other plans? Yeah, man. So right now I'm almost done cutting uh, in plate site, the intelligence community and UFOs, which features some really interesting individuals. So we have Rick Doty on there. We have John Ramirez. I'll let Tyler expound upon them and their credentials, but uh, that is another UFO doc documentary but more about actually it goes down a lot about roswell too because tom Perry's yeah. featured and he's like a roswell expert but we talk a lot about the government's involvement and cover-ups and stuff like that so it's really really weird and interesting and i'm really digging it so that's almost being done cut that's and awesome. that will be delivered to um our distributor probably out 75 to 90 days hopefully excellent um Rich, richard Doty, he's a buzzword you love him or hate him yes yes <laughs> uh, dude and yeah i i just think he's an interesting dude either way you don't have to like him or whatever nope but you're i right. think what he says is interesting and, and he's a, dude, a member of that community man he's he's yep. lived it so yeah he's controversial he for it, sure it, trippy just like interviewing because man like yeah well one Dude, the universe is so wild. Like, so I interviewed Richard Doty at Sue Walker's house. Wow. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I spun, I spun, like, I, I just finagled that just based on locations and timings and stuff. I'm like, hey, Sue, any chance <laughs> if I pop into town on this day? And dude, it was wild. Like, I flew in. I think the flight got delayed. I got in super late. Like around like midnight, dude, I drove like three and a half, four hours down to Roswell just so I could get some morning drone Roswell footage and like B-roll of the Roswell sign along a highway, you know, stuff that just ups the production value because I'm a nut like that. And then drove all the way back up uh, to Albuquerque area and yeah, interviewed uh, Richard there. And what was sick is like, dude, it's just nuts that the man's like for you know former counterintelligence mm-hmm. air force office of special investigations he, like he comes off as very disarming very, mm-hmm. very genuine affable i bet right? a lot of money like, was put into job. him <laughs> learning to but be that, that what yeah. they're trained to do yeah exactly i don't know and then after like he was super yeah nice and responsive afterwards i reached out about uh something another interview for a different uh maybe a remote viewing mm-hmm. documentary and hadn't heard back but dude i'll be darned if like a month and a half two months after that chris and i are doing a pod or no i'm doing a podcast with like deb's data jojo or something and dude i end the podcast and like we're talking about richard Doty, and like an hour later i get a friend request 
on <laughs> Facebook yeah. from my man. Yep. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what is going on, dude? Yep. Yep. And same with John Ramirez. When I show up yeah. to his place, he's like, yeah, the yeah, the CIA, they're where you're coming. You know, they're they're cool with them. I'm like, wait, dude, this is just oh, this is tricky <laughs> stuff. I'm in a, I'm living out of Jason Bourne movie man that's awesome well guys thank you so much for this and we're gonna have links to everywhere so guys go to the show notes you can find all the links you can sign the links to dockside media to watch the show please give them a follow we'll have their twitter their all their social media oh chris tyler thank you so much it's a lot of fun and now all the other stuff you're doing i'm i'm looking so forward to it awesome man thanks brand thanks david so much for having us on yeah we'll keep sending ducks your way guys we hope so so we're gonna go to break we'll be right back with more hysteria 51 at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Getting those more cowbells in. Making sure everyone is happy. <laughs> then they're like, then next week, I'm like, I fucking hate the bell. Why do you guys do that? <laughs> next, <laughs> next sound to add is uh, police siren. <laughs> 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 but they're going to be the European ones because, you know, we're, we're snooty like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Fun stuff. Sam Squatch, man. I am waiting for the day that I wake up to like a missed call and a text and it's like, it happened. I saw it. I saw it. What? Bigfoot or a hairy guy coming out of Trader Joe's. One or the other. I'm not sure which. Because you're in like prime Bigfoot country. I am. Yeah. Um, One of the few places where it really makes sense when they're like, I saw it right outside of Naperville, Illinois. Like, no, you didn't. But when they say, I saw it right outside of Parts unknown Colorado. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's parts by Naperville that are that are pretty woodsy. <laughs> Fermi Lab and that that area is pretty woodsy. Oh man, Fermi Lab and they got they got a bison range there too. Fermi Lab's a gorgeous oh. building as they're rooting for our demise and opening up black holes. At least it's pretty. Huzzah! <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it, the crazy thing is we uh just physically saw our first bear about a month ago here really and it was um a black bear yeah it was you know i would say two to three hundred yards uh away back in the field behind our house and just moseying along the field and stopped and pooped and then went kept going um but we had heard you know there's a mountain right behind our house just a, a little bit further than that and it's super wooded and we've heard from neighbors here they're like you know there's there's a giant bear that lives in there um and we only ever you know have seen him once or twice but people carry you know guns and stuff to they scare call him, him away old with. rapey let's just say you don't want to get caught in the woods with him you but will like, live to tell the story but you won't tell it <laughs> 
Jeez, it sounds like you've already written this damn screenplay. <laughs> I've been out there um, 15 times. I ain't never seen them, the goddamn liars. But, like, would if you went out there to specifically look for these bears, how, what do you think your chances are of, of finding them? You know, well, Lisa and I go to the Smoky times. Mountains every chance we get, and we stay up in the mountains. We stay in cabins. And one of the things, like in the Airbnbs, because we're staying in an actual cabin, like people's homes, and mm-hmm. uh, they have the check-in books, and and what I was reading is like, everyone sees bears. Oh, I couldn't even drink my coffee on the porch because bear was out there trying to get in the hot tub. We never see him. <laughs> so oh, exactly. Funny. What are the chances? But, yeah. The the point being, you know, they'll come to you or they'll they'll come around to where you can see them. But if you go searching for them, you you probably have to have a pretty good pedigree of uh, tracking in the woods to figure out where they actually are. So I I'm just trying to relate that to trying to find Sasquatch going out here to a place, and then if if, if bears are just doing their thing, Sasquatch are trying to not be found from all right. intents and purposes that we've heard of right like yeah i mean and that makes sense like if you are uh look at so many animals that go undetected on accident and then you have something that's smart enough to elude to want to elude capture of any sort or even observation that's a and that's then, an interesting thing then you layer in the interdimensional aspect. If they can just slip into the upside down or wherever and then end up on a hill, you know, uh, a yard, 100 yards away, mm-hmm. if, then that's that's even worse. <laughs> I've been listening a lot to uh, MJ Benias' new show that we had him on, you know, Fringe uh-huh. State, uh, uh, Fringe uh, what is it called? French Network Alien State. I'm terrible with names, um, and uh, it's been fantastic. And one of the they do a deep dive into Skinwalker Ranch, which he's been to twice. He was mm. the journalist who actually discovered who the the owner was, and broke that oh. to the world. Which Chris Cogswell and I had been talking about it, and we were, we had talked about on here who we thought the owner was, which we were right before it actually came out. Ooh. But he was the one who broke it to the world, and then he was invited to go to the ranch, and then he's been out there for the show and talking about just the weird things that happen in the world. And, you know, it's it's crazy to say it's interdimensional or it can go through dimensions, and then you hear all the stuff that science and U.S. government was actually researching, and you go, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, because that's where our tax dollars went for a lot of it, you know. Uh, there is a lot of woo-woo that uh, the government has gone, yeah, maybe. Let's pour some money into that. Yeah, yeah, and I believe that. Um, and everything's compartmentalized, so, you know, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. And Yep. Need to know I, basis, I, and even if you need to know, there's a chance you're not going to rinse and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said Richard Doty. He's such a buzzword to me. I'm like, but I kind of, you know, I don't want to have him on the show, but fuck, I want to talk to the guy. You know, one of those <laughs> things. Um, just an interesting character uh, that is just in the middle of the whole UFO um, debacle, debate, everything with Paul Benowitz and what he did to that guy. And are you familiar with Richard Doty? Uh, I am not as familiar as I should be because when we were at Alien Con, uh, I was like, hey, there's Richard Doty. I should go ask him if he wants to be on the show. And <laughs> just because I was like, you know, he's a figure in uh, yeah. ufology and stuff. And 
but uh, apparently, no, I, I, a lot of people like having them and stuff. Keep going. Sorry. Apparently, what? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Apparently, since then, I've learned that uh, he's pretty far on the the in, into the cuckoo clock, <laughs> ready yeah, to pop out at like, any instant. I just, I just, <laughs> when he says my ass is on fire, I would get a mirror in a second opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's if I was sweating because I was hot. You know, so uh, take with that what you will. Uh, but yeah, this has been, you know, I, you guys make sure you check out uh, secrets of Sasquatch. It's a lot of fun. They're doing fun work and they're letting these people just tell their stories. And I don't know what it is about Sue Walker. She's a trip. She's fun to listen to. <laughs> and she's just out there going, ah, oh, yeah, I seen it, you know, and they yeah. told me and, 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 uh, her, her Twitter is a lot of fun. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, and after you check it out. Well, before, hopefully, because you're there every day, this like your morning coffee, you go to Hysteria Nation on Facebook. That is our Facebook discussion page, and you can talk to us about anything and everything. And also, if you want to talk to us, go to Discord. We've got Discord. There's a link to it on uh, Hysteria Nation. You can find it. Just uh, go to Discord. Look it up. Uh, but uh, you can uh, talk about anything and everything on there. We've got just general discussion, and we've got meme groups, and uh, I'm overdue <laughs> for another movie night where we do our own, uh, I wouldn't call it riffing because uh, I'm not that funny, <laughs> but we sit and talk about nasty, stupid shit while watching movies. Well, they're nasty, stupid movies. They're always 80s, nasty. you know, nasty uh, stuff from like Tromaville and things like that. Also, oh, yeah. uh, tweet to us at Hysteria51Pod, Patreon for all sorts of goodies. Up all nights, mad blurry hysterias, blurry hysterias, uh, just blurry, where David goes on there and he reads you bedtime stories that he's making up on the spot. He's never done that, but maybe we'll get him to do drunk. that. Well drunk. Well mm. drunk. There I was. Uh, why? I don't know why she fucking swallowed a fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps she'll die. Perhaps know. she'll die. She deserves it. Uh, <laughs> voicemail. Two ways. Give us a call, 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277, so we can do another voicemail episode. Or go to our website, hysteria51.com, and at the bottom right, there's a little microphone. Click the link. Make sure you have a microphone uh, to talk (laughs) into or do it on your phone. You can leave us a voicemail through there. I think it cuts off after 90 seconds, so uh, go willy-nilly. And uh, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a Sasquatch telepathically, and find Ooh. out if they're familiar with Hysteria 51. Yeah, and I'll, see what kind of emotion it yeah. implants in you. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the mental visual for ugh? <laughs> Chokeweed. <laughs> Chokeweed. In case you're paying along at home, they call, supposedly the, uh, the Sasquatch call marijuana chokeweed. Uh, not to be confused with the chokeweed that, that grows. Uh, and... None to be confused with blurry photos or quiz, quiz, bang, bang. What's going on in those universes? Oh, man. Same old stuff. Uh, just enjoying the summer months. Um, I got some Australians going to be on uh, quiz, bang soon. An Australian Crikey. versus Australian episode. Nice. Where two Americans write Australian questions. <laughs> um and uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, normal stuff. You can find them at quizbangpod.com and uh, blurryphotos.org. Uh, Brent, is the voting still open for 
paranormality. So, so uh, the nominations are until the tenth, so they won't be on oh, this okay. one. But gotcha. the voting for the actual voting is going to be opening, and it might be open then. I don't one hundred percent know. So if you go to our pages, they will, we will have links when the voting is open so you can vote for your favorite paranormal podcasts, which last year hysteria 51 won for best comedy paranormal podcast. So we would love, 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 love to get your vote for that. And uh, I'm sure blurry photos is going to be on there too. So please, I doubt it. I don't know that we're, I mean, we might not make it, but we're hopefully because they're hopefully being nominated right now. So we would love, love, love to have your votes uh, and, um, and uh, see you in the winner's circle. Yeah. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. And here's some tree knocking. (laughs) It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.